Three shots, four part, I just do two. One pup, pop four, birdie, woohoo. New driver, info, replace, M2, pop five, fairway, what you fin do? Think I'll try to get on into start right, good line, good view, it drew. Shooter McGavin, two thumbs that's up. Right, episode number 117. Bryce, we're getting deep in this. Yeah, I know. We've been uh, we've been doing this. One twenty, one twenty is approaching. Coming up, so one hundred straight, uh, one hundred and seventeen straight Fridays this week. We have Jesse Galvin. Can we go with uh, co-founder Jesse at G Tech Apparel? Yep. All right, yes, I like sir. It. Um, so yeah, we're uh, Bryce and I both just got hammered here with snow. So we've been talking about getting warm, keeping the hands warm, things like that. So this is uh, this is a pretty cool pot for us uh, to have exactly at this moment. Probably about a foot of snow on the ground and. I just uh, finished getting in from snowblowing. So Jesse, maybe uh, give us an idea who you are, kind of your involvement with G-Tech. I will say up front, Bryce and I might slip up, Jesse. We've had a company on, our friend Paul Park. I don't know if you know G-Pod. G-Pod. No, what what, what do they do? They do like a camera mount. Great product. Goes in your golf bag. You just pop your phone on it. It's pretty awesome. It's essentially an alignment stick with a magnet. Yeah, it's sweet. sweet. It is the most simple thing, but yet the most genius. Like, I I can't believe no one's came out with it before him. And uh, yeah, the name. So if I slip up, man, do not not hesitate to uh, clean it up. (laughs) Set me straight. It's okay. But if Bryce and I uh, slip up, by all means, man, let us know. But uh, yeah, Jesse, who are you? Kind of, you know, what's everything going on at at G-Tech? There uh, it is. Yeah, already. Let's get it early. And uh, maybe just kind of, you know, who you are off the course. Uh, this isn't just going to be a golf pod. I think we got a lot to get into with this one. So I like it. Yeah, for sure. So I'll give a brief background on myself. Uh, born and raised in Calgary, Alberta. I uh, started playing golf when I was 18 months old. Um, dad put the golf club in my hand and instantly fell in love with it. Uh, lots of competitive golf growing up in different junior events, both provincially and nationally and some even internationally, I guess. I uh, was really lucky to get a golf scholarship to the University of San Francisco. I played for five years down there. Um, didn't pursue golf professionally after college. Um, wanted to kind of get in the corporate world, start making some money, start traveling a bit. Uh, worked in IT consulting for five years and then saw one of the very first GTEC samples, um, a heated hand warming pouch. And I'll get into what our technology is and how it works. But basically saw one of the first samples and said, there might be a business model here. I got lots of contacts in the the golf world, specifically in Calgary. Let's order 500 of these and let me just see if I could sell them. And the first 500 units arrived, put all of them into the back of my SUV, went around every golf course where I knew a head pro, a buyer, had any relationship and ended up selling all 500 in a day, which was great. In one day. In one day, all nice. 500. So some awesome. clubs grabbed 20, some grabbed 50, um, but was able to clear out the whole kind of order in a day, um, hitting probably 12, 14 different courses. And that was awesome. The really cool part was back ordering and having to order more product. But the real aha moment and what made me want to join the company full time was the feedback saying, yeah, this is great for golf and we get you're here. But what about every hockey mom in a cold weather rink? What about people... Mm-hmm hunt fish what about people who work construction outside and that really got my mind racing to this is a lot more than golf so that's yeah. kind of how the company actually was created was re- really organically man i love those stories when you hear like you know i just like took a shot grabbed 500 yeah. 500 in a day just kind of fired them out and then that light bulb goes off to uh 
to talk about all the other things, like all the other ventures and avenues and, and, you know, where you guys have kind of expanded the product to that's we we've been chatting for a few minutes and it's something that we want to get into all the different, uh, I guess just areas that G tech covers. Right. So can you give us an idea, um, like how the creation is, we'll come back to some of the other, uh, you know, sports or activities that might be using the product, but kind of the creation of it. Um, you said you had kind of seen, uh, like a prototype essentially. Right. So how did it come together? Like when, when the idea was coming together, um, was it like a partner of yours? Did you guys like, you know, source out anything? Like how did you come up with the technology, the thought to kind of build it together? Yeah. So once we knew there was a market, I would say for it, then we really wanted to fine tune the product. So identifying the market, having that first initial day with the feedback was great. And we did some market, you know, research And then we literally took a core team and we moved to Boston, uh, got an Airbnb across from MIT, and that team would just go to MIT every day. And we were looking for electrical engineers and product designers. And once we built that team, we ordered every type of heated clothing that existed on the market at that time. So that could be heated pouches, heated gloves, heated glove liners, heated mitts, sweaters, jackets, vests, if it was heated and was any type of clothing garment, we ordered it. And we sat down with that team and we laid everything out. We said, what do we like about this product? What do we don't like? And what we found very quickly onto that um, R&D project was all heated clothing companies were trying to heat a really large heating surface, which didn't heat that hot and didn't heat that hot for very long. So for every square inch of heating surface that you add, it basically makes the it's tough to heat up a large heating surface and it drains the battery. So we took a small heating strip and we rolled it and we created it over a soft, flexible bar made out of a mesh fabric that you can hold onto with your hands. So instead of trying to heat the chest, the back, the arms and all these different body parts, we specifically heated the hands. And we were very fortunate that one of our engineers was actually dating a girl who was going to medical school. And from kind of a medical standpoint, we learned very quickly that if you want to heat one thing and heat it hot, it's your hands, feet, or head. Yeah. And specifically for us, we wanted to heat the hands. And if you can heat the hands, you do actually warm up your whole core body temperature. Mm-hmm. Which is well, you hear that like as a kid too, like your parents say that, right? So like that travels around, world travels around and like just kind of getting like, I know and Bricer knows like Bricer works in construction. So like, you know, you get like your hands warm, your feet warm. I'm always driving too. Like I'm always out on the road. So you keep the feet warm. You always kind of feel warm too. Right. Has it always been a heated product? Like right since the infancy, the idea was always structured around like a hand warmer product, a battery powered hand warming product. And, you know, we started the company nine years ago now, which is crazy to think. For the last seven years, our technology from a core, and that's what our patents are around has stayed very consistent. It's a soft, flexible, heated bar that's battery-powered with three custom heat settings, high, medium, and low for the various heat temperatures. So we've we've made technology advancements. I'd say our biggest advancement has been year-on-year continuing to extend our battery life. You know, one of my biggest frustrations as an industry as a whole, if you look at Apple, every year I buy the new iPhone expecting the battery to last a full day. And I do spend a lot of time on my phone, work, business, personal. Still to this day, they've been unable to provide a phone Mm -hmm. that literally lasts the whole day. So same for us. I I wish we could have it last longer, but we continue to year on year work with our different partners and different manufacturers to find batteries that 
do last longer each year on year, which is our new model that we release, I should say. Is can it, you buy? Sorry, question. I'm not just yeah. unsure. Can you buy like multiple batteries for the product so you can carry some with you? Yeah. So the really cool thing with each product, you have your core product and our different heating products are a heated pouch, which is that fanny pack pouch, a heated hoodie and a heated vest. And then it comes in a real slick package box. Um, So because we're in a lot of key retailers and I'll talk about where it's currently sold, but really high end Apple style packaging was one of the things that our retailers mandated. So in that box, you get your heated package and you also get one battery, but then you get a wall charger that can actually charge two batteries at one time. Nice. So 40% of our customers actually order a spare battery, doubles your lasting hours, and you don't need two chargers to charge them, which is nice. So we always encourage and we always upsell and find ways to promote and give discounts for people to order a spare battery because then they use it more and more people yeah. see it. Big of time. Yeah, you just made Mac very happy with the pack. He's a big packaging guy. He loves to see a nice packaged, uh, packaged box. <laughs> can you, uh, can you set the heat, uh, Jesse? Is it just like one consistent like level? Um, three different heat have... settings: okay. high, medium, and low. We, we do have on the project um, map a app that will allow you to control oh, the heat from zero cool. percent up to a hundred percent. The problem with the app is the app then requires a Bluetooth connection and that Bluetooth connection pulls from the battery and we're trying everything we can do to make it. Yeah. So between our three heat settings and we've tweaked over the seven years from our core technology, what those heat settings are, we've now honed in on red is honestly nuclear hot. It's for it's minus 20. I'm ice fishing. I need really hot heat and our user manual. We tell people don't use it. And, um, whether that's not negative temperatures, because that's how hot it really gets. Right. Then you have orange, which is a real comfy heat. It does heat up that hot. And then you have green is our low heat, which when we talk about the different markets we sell to, there's lots of people that actually use our product indoors. And that's one that a lot of them use it for. Do you, I don't know if you said it, Jesse, I might've uh, missed it. Do you have an idea of what the battery life is right now? Yeah. Yeah. So depending on the temperature you use it in on high, you'll get two to four hours. Mm-hmm. on medium you'll get three to six hours and that's our most um, commonly used heat setting and then low you can get anywhere from six up to 12 hours actually so nice. the okay. colder the temperature you're using it in the lower that'll affect those battery ranges and those are hours lasting anywhere from room temperature used inside up to negative 20 celsius i like it so yeah and like obviously it. if you go buy the spare battery and your battery dies you can just pop a new one in you get a whole new set of hours so. you double everything so you know on medium getting you know solid kind of call it four to six hours double those if you're outside for more than eight to twelve hours in a day i i, I don't know you're a bit nuts you deserve to be cold for yeah. a little bit of that <laughs> Yeah, if you're out, if some battery, customers yeah. literally order three or four spare batteries because they just yeah. never want it to die. When I still play a lot of competitive golf, and when I go play a tournament, I literally part of the reason I do it is for me. I'll charge up four or five fully charged batteries so I can just run on high the whole day. Mm-hmm. But the other part of it is a lot of guys that play in the events I play in now have them, and they're always like, "Oh, I forgot to charge my batteries." So I can go here, you go, here you go. <laughs> yeah, that's like me. I have a heated sweater. I'm not going to name what company it's from, but. I have four batteries and I just always have them on me. Just keep yeah. keep the juice going. Can we, uh, speaking of which, can we talk about the lineup a little bit, Jesse? Kind of uh, some of the other products that you guys have in. Um, some things that you might be kind of bringing to market in the future if uh, you're able to share any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. So the first product we started with is what we call our heated pouch sport. 
So this was when we originally started the company, there was a lot of our emphasis was on sports performance. And I can talk to the traction we've had with those different sports leagues and players, but our sport pouch is now on its third generation. So every two years, we usually release a new generation. So sport 1.0, sport 2.0, now we're on sport 3.0, our latest and greatest model. So that started as one black colored um, sport pouch. We now have over 25 different variations of that pouch, including 10 different core colors in the sport. So all the main colorways, black, white, blue, green, red, pink, orange, all, all your major colors, which is awesome for giving people a new kind of color variation. And then we partnered with Realtree to create our Realtree stealth pouch. Instead of a sport pouch, we call it our stealth pouch because we cover the button on it, the LED button, because you don't want to oh. be out hunting with a real bright button. And that comes in Max 5, Timber, and Edge, which are the three most popular Realtree patterns. And then we have our military-grade pouch that's a stealth version as well, where the LED button's covered. It's The stealth pouches of Realtree and the military-grade have a much tougher, rougher, more industrial outer fabric to protect them from the use of the elements they're in, which is usually more rugged. Um, they're only $10 more US and have a much more beefed-up kind of feel to them. And the military one comes in kind of eight different military camo patterns. Um, and how that pouch was created was was really cool. We actually got approached from some different U.S. military agencies and um, government groups to create a, a specialized product for them. So they're a big partner and um, kind of sales market for us. So those are our three main pouches um, that now are over 25 different pouches, which is really cool. And then we just released our new heated hoodie and heated vest two months ago, um, nice. which I'm really excited about. So those are just kind of hit market right in time for, you know, cyber week shopping, holiday shopping. So one of the things we always do on new product drops is go to all our customers, our key partners, our clients and say, what do you like, what you don't like? So we're getting tons of great feedback and we'll continue to kind of take that and come out with new versions of those. Um, but those are our current product lines, uh, the pouches, hoodies, and vests. And then for next year, we're working on a jacket um, for next fall. And then we're also starting to look at getting into some kind of more rehab technology where it's a sleeve you can wear. It's a for your arm or for your leg to cool. be able to warm up other body parts other than just the hands. Because I've had a ton of traction and success with the hands, but... If I had a dollar for any time someone said, how do I heat my feet or how do I heat my arms or my legs? I, I'd be a rich man. So yeah. we, we know people want to do more than just the hands and we want to be able to deliver that to them. That, just, uh, that, that button cover is a huge check mark for me. Very underrated. Cause as much as you, uh, as much as everyone doesn't think that a deer or a hunting will see that light, they, uh, they will. So that's a pretty cool feature there. Just a nice little Velcro flap. You just pull yeah, it up, cool. control on off in the three heat settings, and just put it back down. That's a cool feature. Yeah, yeah that is. A, that's pretty sweet. I um, I'm just looking through here. So water resistant material, premium weatherproof outer shell protects your hands from the harsh weather, uh, winter elements. So the sweater itself is uh is water resistant, or the packet like the where the hands go in this in the pocket are. But so both are so okay. all of the outer of all of our products are all wind resistant, water resistant, and treated with the material. It's it's really cool. If you pour water on it, it literally wicks right off. And then internally inside all of those, we have different moisture wicking fabrics and technology that we work with, so that if any water does get in it, 
because all of our products are machine washable and all of our products can actually be worn in the snow and rain and can get really wet. You can't, Ooh. I call, call it go swimming with them. Yeah. If it's torrential downpours and like absolutely, you know, monsoon, you know, a little different than light rain or light snow, but they're, they're meant to be worn in, in harsh environments where it is cold and, and possibly raining or snowing. Man, like anybody who was just out kind of hitting the snowblower like I was or Bryce was riding the quad around the uh, the property, yeah. this would be perfect for it. I also too think like Bryce, Bryce mentioned like the underrated like flab for the hunting and stuff like that. I'm not a hunter. I don't understand that part as much, but the idea of putting your hands in your pocket and having something to hold on to is... Uh, is like satisfying. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you you drop time. your hands in like the pouch in front, you just have something there. Like it's just, I don't know, kind of engineering like that is pretty cool. I feel like I'm kind of walking through it in my mind and walking up uh, like a fairway on Port Hope and it's just like freezing. You got your hands kind of dipped in the pocket. I like that a lot. Jesse, you guys find that um, like when you first kind of in, like when you had founded it kind of came out as a co-founder you guys and the product was invented you kind of first thought of the sports mindset you were getting in the golf world you've expanded into hunting and stuff like that um do, are you reaching a lot more people with like say the sport of hunting or golf or um you know contractors construction workers like things like that or are you, are you kind of feeling like you're dipping uh, your toes in a lot of different markets with it yeah, so we have five core markets. Um, the first being sports, because that's where we got our start. So in the NFL, we have supplied product to every NFL team except for two or three, I believe, over the last two seasons. So the majority of all the NFL teams are using and wearing our products. You'll see it on all the Sunday nights leading up to kind of the tail end of the season. Mostly skilled position players, quarterbacks, yeah. receivers, cornerbacks, safeties, but some O-linemen and D-linemen and, and linebackers wear it. Um, it's something we continue to work on. These guys are really, really tough. So like one of the big things we got feedback on because we go to the NFL equipment manager meeting every year, which is a what? super exclusive meeting to get FaceTime with the equipment manager cool. and say, hey, what do players like, what do they don't like? And even though some players love it, some of these guys are so tough and so competitive that yeah. even though our pouch with the battery and heating elements in it is less than a pound, one pound heavier than a heated pouch. They're like, I don't care. I'll just yeah. tough it out and my hands will be cold. So even though it provides a great performance aspect and some use it, people would think, why doesn't everyone use it? It's just because A, guys are set in their ways and B, they literally care about that little bit of weight difference. So to caveat that, we're coming out with a new battery for next year. There will be an ultra lightweight battery. There will be a half pound, half the weight of our current one. So we hope to continue to get more players to wear it um cfl we work with i believe probably half the teams one of their my big objectives for this year is really ramping up our canadian exposure again uh so i kind of cross off football in golf the last three Ryder cups we have been the official heated pouch supplier to both team usa and team europe um at, at whistling straits in september of last year uh we had our entire team there or i guess 21 um we had our entire team there and had some unbelievable success we had talked earlier before we started the pod about the Paul Casey and Dustin Johnson mm. uh, interaction on the driving range that that went super viral, had yeah. millions and millions of views and um, in golf with that Ryder Cup partnership and also going to different golf events, um, went to the Genesis Open at Riviera in 2019 and snuck on the range, which is kind of a cool pod story. I just 
and, you know, ended up kind of talking my way through a security guard because I had a text from Jim Furyk to get get him a pouch during the event. Yeah. I said, hey, Jim needs his pouch. I just got to go drop it off. And once I was on the range, there's all these players warming up during a cold week. So because I played college golf, I kind of knew the right way to approach guys, whether they're switching clubs or talking with their coach. And I went up to 40 tour players, some of the biggest, Roy McIlroy, Dustin Bichambeau, Dustin Johnson, like Kevin Na, like the, the top, I tried to target the top guys and I only had 40 pouches for the week. And every single guy said, put one in my locker. And we have a YouTube video uh, on our YouTube channel that shows all the players that use it. But every guy the next day had it on the range and wearing it th- during the event. So between the Ryder Cup and going to different golf events, we've gotten most of the top PGA and LPGA players wearing it, which is super cool to see as a, a core golfer. And then in uh, 2020, we were the official heated pouch provider to the MLB. So all 32 MLB teams have our product and actively wear and use it. So, yeah, from just kind of your core big sports, obviously NHL, not a big component for it. We're trying to get some stuff going for winter classics for the guys on the bench. But for your key kind of big five sports, we, we've had some unbelievable success and, and traction and continue to kind of work on those. I got two quick questions. Yeah, go for it. Let's just circle back to football a little. Um, So the pouches can handle like the rugged getting tackled, scrunching up, like because it's like that mesh fabric, it can handle it. Yeah. Exactly. And the battery has a soft kind of, you know, um, uh, it's plastic, but it's got a soft kind of coating to it, a rubberized coating for those guys so that if they get tackled and fall on it, yeah, it's not going to feel great, but it's definitely not going to hurt them. We've never had any injuries reported or anything from people wearing our product. Um, the way we've been able to kind of design it and insulate and, the battery. And it doesn't it. hurt the product at all. It's totally fine. No, they're built. We built and stress test our defective rate, considering the people that use our product, the fact that they're machine washable, and the fact that it's a consumable wearable electronic is extremely low. That's awesome. Less than, less than half a percent. And we really <clears throat> care about covering our warranties. So we say normal wear and tear, and sometimes people will beat them up pretty bad, but we'll still usually cover it. Um, but they're designed for, you know, extreme sports and extreme outdoor activities. That's cool. And then to my second question, I just want to get into a little more detail about how you kind of, I know you kind of briefly said you snuck onto the range, but maybe before that, like, did you plan on trying to just find your way in like that or did it? Did you yeah, kind of so, go there hoping you'd run into someone? <laughs> like, I kind of want to know, like, when you decided you want to target the the rider. So we, we, this is a cool story for, this is definitely a podcast story. So we have a director in our company that's been with the company almost since day one. Within the first year, his name's Clark Jones. Shout out Clark. Hopefully he listens to this full thing. Um and he was the lead guy at IMG Golf for like 20 years. So he's a long-standing golf agent. He has relationships with tons of players, the tour. So basically what happened was we supplied in 2016 our pouches to the Ryder Cup team, Team USA and Team Europe. But it was really warm that year. So not a lot of guys warm at the event. But it still shows how important getting those events going are. Because literally three years later, Jim Furyk in 2019 emailed the PG of America, which is our partner for that license, and said, hey, we got these pouches at the Ryder Cup a few years back. Can you put me in touch with someone from the company? I have a lot of interest in getting another one, plus guys on tour have been asking me about it. So the PG of America emails me and says, hey, Jim Furyk wants to reach out. Is that okay? I'm like, couldn't uh, answer back fast enough. Like, yeah, yeah like, 
here's my personal cell, here's my email, tell him, call, email, text, whatever he wants. So I get on text with Jim and super good guy. He basically says, hey, look, love your product. I have one of your older ones. Do you have any newer models? And if you ever come to a PJ Tour event, the guys will be at a cold weather event. He'll, they'll be frothing at the mouth for him. Like you, you couldn't get better kind of uh, embrace to kind of showcase it. So I look at the PGA schedule after talking with Jim and the next week is Riviera. And I'm like, oh, it's LA, but I'd lived in California. But I'm like, ah, it's February. It might be cold. And it's literally like highs of 65 and lows of 45. So I text Clark, tell him what's going on. And I'm like, I need tickets. I'll figure out the rest. So he gets me tickets, you know, basic access to maybe a little bit higher end access. And I literally just book a flight, take two check bags with 40 pouches and batteries and chargers and head down. And I spent the first two days trying to get on the range, couldn't get on the range, but just kind of networked through the Genesis and was talking with people and trying to find ways to promote it. And then on the third day, the Saturday before the last day on the Sunday is when the different security guard finally let me on the range to just, he's like, you have five minutes, just deliver the pouch and leave. I spent like five hours just walking up and down the range all day. No credentials, nothing. Mac here from Manscaped. Let's take a quick break from the pod. I'm a beard guy. I got a big beard. So I am happy to introduce the Beard Hedger from our friends over at Manscaped. With 20 different lengths, you can look good from the cart path to the clubhouse. Shop manscaped.com using the promo code OTSGOLF for 20% off plus free shipping. Manscaped.com using the promo code OTS golf, 20% off plus free shipping. Enjoy the back nine. Um, want to grab a quick uh, question from Instagram. So I got this one posted up a little bit late, but we had a question. Do you guys sign athletes? We're working, we're working on it. So because of all of the licensing that we've done, we've learned a lot about how we're able to create opportunities and marketing initiatives and really track the return on those investments. So because we've been quite young and we've gotten a ton of athletes, some of the best in the world, whether it's football, baseball, or golf, to wear our product almost for free, we've gotten a lot of great content and promotion out of that. But as the company has grown, one of the things we're working on for actually 2023 is starting to sign some athletes. Um, if you look at you know what Nike has done or what any big sport company has done, they've leveraged a lot of their marking off big signings and marquee athletes, mm-hmm. but they've done it at the time where they were big enough to be able to support it. Yeah. So some of these guys, especially the top tier guys, for us to want to sign them, you know, you're talking minimum six figures up to yeah. you know, millions of dollars. So the strategies for this year and with the cool NIL stuff that you're seeing in college yep. is starting smaller with some smaller signings and smaller athletes and then working towards some of those bigger players. So, yeah, definitely on the the marketing um, you know, forecast for this year to start signing some. You know what, though? College football in the States, like you get so many eyeballs on it. It's not even like a bad – like it's great place to start in my opinion just because of the amount of eyeballs that watch college football especially a canadian kid like now living in the states like to see the difference on how big football is in the state i knew it was big but until you like actually see how big it is it is insane how many people watch college football it's truly astonishing like nfl is a massive machine and juggernaut and obviously they're one that we continue to, to work with and work on but collegiate football is you know some Only people ball game last they don't even care about the NFL. They literally can care less. It's college um, it's first crazy. and the NFL is way down. Um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. we're we're in a lot of great collegiate schools from 
football programs, golf programs, softball, track and field. We have probably 40 or 50 division one and division two schools um, that we've worked with over the last couple of years. And we've got a big initiative to kind of get into more of those schools and starting to get a lot of outreach from students and student athletes, I should say, that are in college that want to work with us. So definitely starting to work on some programs for those, those athletes. Awesome. I like to hear that. That's something that Bryce and I have kind of focused in on quite a bit on the pod. We've probably had mm-hmm. at least 40 to 50 NCAA athletes. Um, or ex-NCAA ex coaches, uh, Epson Tour players. Um, that's kind of been like a focus of ours, right? So to try and, you know, our, our belief is to try and share a platform, you know, if we can get people connected, share their story and, you know, get many companies or whatever it is, maybe connected with them or even just have some fans out of it. Right. So, uh, create some fans and whatnot, which is really cool. So, um, like you went to, you, you went to the university of San Francisco. So you kind of know the idea of going through college golf and whatnot. And, um, obviously it'd be pretty warm there, but I'm kind of thinking too, if anybody's thinking, Oh, I might use that or I might not use it all the time. But if you, you know, work outdoors, if you do anything outdoors, like it's a multi-use product, right? It's something that oh, yeah. like, I'm kind of feeling like it might just like not leave the waste right now. Or if you had a yeah. on, you'd be firing that thing on every day, right? It would be awesome. Like it would just be hundred percent. Yeah, And it's like, funny you bring up San Francisco's weather because yeah, I knew going down, it wasn't going to be like Southern California, but there's a very famous quote from Mark Twain. That's the coldest winter I ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. So Obviously, you know, compared to Canada, it's warmer, but yeah. one of the big reasons when the company started playing golf in Western Canada, but also with my years spent in San Francisco, just really struggling to that dense, wet, foggy, rainy, cold, mm-hmm. trying to keep your hands warm. It was just a battle. I used to always literally pull down my shirt and try and put them on different areas of my body to try and just heat up my hands. So yeah, definitely some some cold rounds at, at San Fran. But yeah, that collegiate experience was was second to none. And we do a lot of work promo-wise and discount-wise with colleges that reach out. So, um, you know, I can get to a few of the different markets that we that we work on as well. But the the collegiate one for us is is definitely one that we're always happy to, to give back and, and support them. Man, and just, just to add to you kind of putting your hands in your shirt to find a warm spot, the amount of ease and like satisfaction how satisfying it is just to put it in a pocket is right in front of you and you can pull them out and put them back in like the ease of access to it compared to trying to warm them up other ways even to put them in your pockets is just you can't beat it anyone who's had a muff probably knows but it's just so nice having those two pockets right there ready to go at all times i'm thinking about my posture walking up like the 14th fairway yeah, bag on the, on the side, back, bags on the back, the and I'm, I'm j- trying to jam my hands down the back of my walk. pants as I'm yeah, walking. Exactly. Like it's just terrible, yeah. man. It's terrible. Now you're so. just gonna be on the, you're yeah. just gonna have the little waddle. Problem solved. Yeah, you, Problem you, solved. You guys yeah. are on the G Tech squad now, so we're, yeah. we're definitely sending you both a nice care package of the the pouch and the new heated hoodies. So I appreciate you'll, it. You'll definitely be yeah. warm now. It's uh, no it's got to be worth a few strokes in the money game too. Like it's got, it's got to be worth something. Like I'm gonna, there, yeah. But, uh, so it's funny when I start when I started it, and I, get, I still play a lot of competitive events across the country. Um, there would be you know maybe one or two guys wearing it on a cold weather event. And last year, our Alberta Open, which is the best pros and amateurs in the province, was freezing cold and rainy, and it actually got called because it just got over the course, got soaked, and it couldn't hold the water. And there was you know probably. 20 or 25 of the guys and i literally had my phone out i'd be passing a hole and i'd see a guy in it and i'm taking and posting and tagging i'm competitive i still care about anytime i can promote g tech and the brand yeah. at the events i do so it's been really cool to see the players 
And then guys will message me being like, Oh, I haven't got one of those yet. I still need to get one of them. You know, like yeah. definitely it's a competitive advantage. Anybody I'm excited because my, uh, from when I hunt, I have a bow release for my bow and it's all, it's aluminum. So it, freezes when it's cold so i can just stick that in there now it'll be nice and toasty any uh anybody you've seen wearing the product jesse that you've just kind of been like i know we're talking about jim Furyk, but anybody that's just kind of you know you're like man like that is something i never expected yeah yeah like i'll try and think so like when that genesis um invitational happened five of the six players in the world that week wore it on that Sunday. That was really cool for me. So that's when DJ Rory Bryson were all ranked super high and they all wore it yeah. uh, at the Ryder cup. Actually, Ahmad Rashad, who's Jordan's yep. really good buddy. We have a video of Ahmad Rashad holding it up and showing Jordan and Jordan kind of looking at it, but realizing it wasn't Jordan and Nike brand. So you can kind of tell he was cautious of it, but he kind of had a cool interaction with them. That one was really cool. Um, all the football players that wear it on on those different, you know, like at their primes, you know, we had Cam Newton when he was playing his best football down in Carolina when our first NFL teams, he wore it religiously. That was really, really cool in like 2016, 2017 when the Panthers were, were playing really good ball. Um, the U.S. military for me is is one that I'm really passionate about, like the fact that we've sold product to several different special forces groups um delta rangers like those guys and some of the photos they've sent us of them using it and wearing it and you know when you're talking about wearing it on a golf round versus a guy wearing it you know to save his life being in a tactical situation the fact that Mm -hmm. we can provide any type of comfort for them and allow them to do their jobs better um is really cool but yeah lots of great experiences lots of good time with guys um I'll I'll think I'll keep thinking of other names of people that have worn it and used it, but For sure, on the man. golf side, pretty euphoric uh, to see guys that I've you know followed and watched their golf careers my whole life. And when we started the company, always thought, wow, it'd be cool if he wore it to see those guys wear it was was special. Well, when I uh, when you mentioned like the military, I was actually talking with a buddy of mine today, <laughs> and uh, another good friend of mine, Curtis, was in the you uh, he was in the Canadian military here, and we were talking about how we were at a bachelor party one time and uh one of his friends special forces gets a call and he's just gone like he's gone the next morning he's like never heard of we never see him again uh he's okay but uh you just don't get too much information right but it's kind of um you think about like all of the i called it like a multi-use kind of you know apparel or like you know piece of equipment that can be used in all like so many different aspects right and i I can kind of think about where i'm trying to go with the stories you was telling me a lot about their training and they're kind of sleeping outside and they only get like a a blanket right and they have to sleep on the ground they can only have the blanket a certain height things like that and you know but just being able to like go out into the i don't know you know woods or whatever they're doing and be able to have something like to just give them some relief would be amazing man so you know, if they ever get in like a combat situation too, to be able to like feel like you're comfortable or like Bryser said, like, you know, you got like an aluminum bow, anything like that. And it's just like, I don't know, little pieces of comfort that just make everything a lot better. We're walking down, like I said, the 14th fairway, you keep the hands a little bit warmer. It's just, uh, it's kind of like a no brainer, right? It makes like perfect sense. You just strap it on the waist and you go, right? Yeah, one of our biggest market is corporate gifting, and we do a lot with that, whether it's first tea gifts or Christmas gifts. And one of the big things we push in that vertical is the multi-use function of the product. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take it out in the morning when I walk my dog because it's cool. Oh, there's a cold you know, rainstorm coming in. I'm going to play golf. I'm going to use it. 
The next day I'm getting up at 4 a.m. to go bow hunting with my buddies. I'm going to use it. So I'm taking my kid to hockey practice and the rink's freezing. So one of the things we love about it and, you know, our product isn't extremely high price, but, you know, all of our products over a hundred dollars now. So it's, it's not necessarily for everyone, but when you break down the uses and all the different places you can use it throughout the entire year, um, um, definitely pretty cool. You also get what you pay for too. I'm a firm believer in that. And if it works, I mean, if you're going to use it every day or multiple times a week and it works, I mean, it's like you said, it's a no brainer. I mean, it's, that's like, so you brought up, yeah. Yeah, you brought up construction. So we we had a report ran by a health and safety independent company because we didn't want any of it to be biased. And they took big clients like Suncor and Canna, PCL, big oil and gas and construction clients and gave them some samples for ground crew to superintendents, like kind of cross spectrum. And they ran the study and we were hoping to show that it would increase productivity five or 10 minutes a day because over a six month winter season, like that adds up to hours and hours yeah. and hours. And the data came back actually closer to an hour a day. And we were astounded by that because we were worried that people were going to say, oh, we don't want people standing around with their hands in their pockets all day. But by being able to just put their hands in and out and only grabbing the bar when they needed to, they weren't having their hands in it. They're able Mm -hmm. to do their job, but then they weren't able to, they weren't having to go into their truck to warm up. They weren't having to go inside to warm up. They were literally allowed to keep working the whole day, which actually made them way more productive. I'd like to hear the uh, the complaint levels. They probably lowered a lot because I know a lot of construction workers are complain, me included, complain about a lot of stuff. So it was, <laughs> it was probably productivity. A- it was pr- productivity, health and safety, and just overall worker benefit of just yeah, that's awesome. less people quitting. You know, the cost when someone starts a job and then quits when they lose that person, that cost adds up to an employer. So they had way higher retention rates. So Lots of really cool metrics. We're in Mark's Work Warehouse now. Um, that's cool. a new account for us this year. So really testing what that workforce kind of market looks like for us in Canada. But uh, so far, initial really good feedback and also working with their commercial team on trying to get to all of those big in Canada, Suncor, PCL clients, showing them the product and, and getting them to outfit their workforces. Have you guys had any, uh, like any, I guess, like if it's a construction company or anything like that, give you the idea or look to implement it as like part of like a uniform, like a work uniform? Yeah. So one of our projects on the project maps is kind of a coverall, a workwear coverall. Because like with the hoodie, a lot of construction guys can't wear the hood. So it's got to be a crew neck because of the safety. And then they're already wearing reflective things over their vest or over their hoodie. So we're, we've gotten some great feedback, having the core pouch and now the core hoodie, um, for some people that don't have to worry about the neck capture, um, are two great new products for that market, but definitely want to create more of a, I would call it, um, integrated solution to what they're already wearing. Yeah. I like that. Cause that was one of the things like that, the more I think about it, the more, you know, you're using it for like multi-use things like it's not just like it's not just a golf thing this is a golf pod yeah but like you're gonna if you get one of these like i'm thinking about like i'm taking my little guy like on halloween it was like kind of raining it was freezing yeah. I'm, like carrying him around right i'm just gonna be like wrap him around in that thing and i'll just have that pouch in front of me and i'm just kind of carrying him dropping him when it's time to go to a door or whatever it is right so there's just so many different uses and it's uh i don't know we've 
started the conversation it's just kind of like i can see bryce and i just kind of like layering up and going further and further but uh, oh, I, yeah. I can i can name a hundred <laughs> things right now work ice fishing hunting golf i can name i can go i will work for everything yeah after joe, i joe, have like calls or pods and stuff like this a lot of people text me for weeks after being like well if you thought of this i'm like well ice climbing that's a great one like yeah it makes sense yeah, yeah. like literally anything and i'm thinking like Jody and Greg here, Bryce's parents. Uh, yeah, they walk my dog they, every night. No, they've been in. They've been in the hockey rink. Like, oh well, that too. All three yeah. of his, like Bryce's two younger brothers, like they've all played hockey and they're all playing at a at a very high level. And uh, yeah, so like even thinking like parents, like you said, this is like fifty double doubles, medium double doubles here that you got to sacrifice to get this thing to keep your hands yeah. warm instead of holding onto that coffee. Right? Great so, promo. I might I might steal that for our uh, Canadian little push up here. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Even yeah. though Timmy's about- starting to roll down south, they're starting yeah. to get more and more stores in the U.S. Yeah, they just put Timmy's out of business. But uh, it's a little bit of a touchy subject. But do you guys have anything in the works that you can talk about? Any future products you uh, you guys have in mind? Yeah, no, the, the, so the jacket's in full production right yeah. now. Um, well, I would call it pre-production. So we, we go through a pretty extensive now that we've really got our kind of, I call it big boy pants on as a company. We used to just come up with ideas and like, let's roll this out. So we start basically from what market do we want to penetrate? What product do we want to create to go after that? Go all the way through the design stage, the prototyping stage. So it does take, you know, a year to two years cycle. So the jacket is going to be the next one that we onboard because it's very similar to the vest, except has arms on it. Mm-hmm. So because we've already got the vest out and feel really comfortable with that technology, the jacket's going to be nest next. And then um, I would say split evenly. The next two products is going to be kind of this full arm warming, full legs yep. warming solution, specifically a lot for athletes. And then definitely a workwear, whether it's a coverall or a jacket, we, we do have to figure out a workwear piece. And what comes with workwear is you got to do all the intrinsically safe, FR rated, R rated yeah. for us to fully penetrate that. Different construction um, services require different product standards. We could just sell our, some of our current ones, but we know if we want to fully penetrate that market and really go all in on it, we'd have to check all these boxes for that. So those are kind of the new products. And then the last one is one we've been working on for a while is a, a foot warming solution. It's hard for us because if you look at our core technology, it's this bar. You, you can't put a bar in a shoe. You can't put a bar in a sock. So we'd have to completely start from scratch. And we've started on it as to what that foot warming solution will look like. Um, but it's it's on the roadmap. Have this you is, guys this... ever thought about just this is my I work construction. So my wheels are turning here have you have you ever thought about partnering with like a company like carhartt or like um ariad or different companies a hundred percent so i I don't want to say who on the pod but it was one of the ones you said (laughs) (laughs) uh we've started to have some conversations with because we're at the end of the day a technology company yes we have different apparel and different products that we've created but our our core emphasis is on creating great heating technology and integrating those into products so one of the big things we're going to work on in 2023 is our collabs. I have some real exciting ones we're going to do in the golf space with some big, big brands, both in the hard good, soft good space. But on the workwear side, yeah, we're definitely looking at partnering with a large, large company that already sells a lot of gear. And we would essentially just integrate our technology to that. That's, that's good because the construction business is big for the heated stuff, especially in the winter and the cold. Cool. The guys 100%. thrive on that stuff. So, so yeah. and go ahead, Jesse. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say we got the data to back up how effective yeah. it 
Yeah. Yeah. That's all right too. Like if you already have it and you've already kind of gone through those theories and whatnot with other, like other companies or mix that in, you can kind of show that data. Right. So, um, like you mentioned, it's a technology base and I'm getting kind of like maybe a little off topic here, but, uh, I think if anybody's listening to it and they're kind of their minds geared like mine, they might be interested in it. Have you had like any other companies like reach out to you to maybe, um, like almost share that type of technology, maybe like, like I'm thinking like a car steering wheel, like a gear shift, things like that, that are, um, cause it doesn't just have to be limited to like an apparel, apparel. company, right? Yeah. Like, have you guys thought about bringing it to another level in that sense? Or do you like kind of honing in on the apparel, making things perfect in that sense? And then, uh, or making it the best product it can possibly be before you kind of move on to bigger, uh, or other avenues like that? It's such a good question. And I would say it's a little bit of both. Our main focus right now, and we say main because we're also looking at some other things that I'll get to. Our main focus right now is being the best hand warming technology solution on the market and offering various products for people that want to solely heat their hands. But our end goal is figuring out other heated solutions, i.e. the feet, i.e. the arms or the legs of other ways we can integrate that tech. And then, yeah, we have had some, I would call it different stages in the company where we got very, very close to not necessarily an acquisition, but things really taking off. In in 2017, we had a one-year joint development contract with Under Armour and got very, very close to releasing a product with them. Unfortunately, during that year period, their stock took about an 80% hit and they shelved all major projects. And unfortunately, we were proud of that, part of that. At the time, it really sucked, but looking back at it, the growth we've had since then and what would have possibly been a low acquisition buyout from them because we're really just getting started at based on the growth we've had over the past six years and how much we've increased our sales and our distribution. Like, you know, when we run through our clients in the US, we're in, you know, 400 plus Dick Sporting Goods stores and growing. We've worked with Costco. We're working with like major, major brands there. In Canada, we're in sport check mark's work warehouse like i mentioned um you know uh london drugs we're we're really starting to build out the distribution so i'm i'm happy in a sense that we're able to kind of bring everything back in-house own it all and continue to grow the company but on the roadmap over the next two to five years we we'd love to partner with some big brands and and hopefully one of those becomes a potential acquisition partner for us yeah so seeing you guys now that uh that under armor deal might even hurt you financially honestly for what Uh, the sales we were doing back in 2016 2017 that they would have modeled the possible acquisition after is pennies on the dollar to what it is today based on how we've grown the company so at the time when we got the call saying hey you know our stock's taking a killing we're shelving all major projects and you guys were part of that but it was a small piece like Mm -hmm. our project with them was you know fairly low compared to the hundreds of millions of dollars they had invested in other key products and it made some huge acquisitions at that time so getting that call hurt but looking everything's hindsight six years down the road yeah, a little blessing like, in disguise holy moly did we get yeah. lucky there cool. <laughs> you hear cool so story. many of those stories too like like if you guys ever watched shark tank or dragons then or any of that kind of stuff you hear those two like of companies that are um you know they might an ideal or whatever it is and then like and then be huge now they're nd or something you know what i mean now they're like a massive company or something which is really cool um jesse if we still got you for a couple minutes we were talking just before we hopped on about uh travis miller a little bit yeah 
So I got, I'll, I'll come up with some good Travis stories. So, <laughs> so I, uh, I moved to Dallas three years ago um, from Calgary. Uh, the board said we got to ramp up U.S. production, sales, and marketing efforts. So we got, I believe at the time, a two or three thousand square foot warehouse facility in Dallas. Travis was a local Dallas native. And we had seen what he had built with PGA memes, his main Instagram channel. He has several, but that's his, his largest. It's almost a million followers now. So our, our marketing team had reached out to him and he puts on these things called PGA memes challenges. And we saw that one was coming up. So we said, Hey, how could we get involved in this? And you're a Dallas guy. We're Dallas guys. Can we get together and, you know, hang out? So I think he came back and said, look, sponsorships like five grand for that event. So we went back to him and said, hey, look, we'll play, we'll, we'll sponsor one, but you have another one coming up. We want to play you 2v2 is him and his agent, Joe. Shout out, Joe. Um, we wanted to play them for basically a, a five grand value. So he's like, these guys are, who are these G-Tech guys? They're crazy. But they kind of thought, hey, if they're willing to sponsor one, we'll play them for the other one. So we went out and played with Travis. Uh, it was my first time meeting him. Just had a blast of a day. I, I can't say enough good things. I, I I really do owe Travis tremendously for the contacts he's introduced for me, all the influencers, all the partners within the golf industry. He's Travis is an incredible human being. He's a great marketer. He's done a great job building his channel. But we started to go to these PJ Memes events. And it's the who's who of the golf influencer space at any one of them. He's got 20, 25 of the top golf influencers. So, you know, we had a charity golf tournament. People are having a couple of drinks. You start building these incredible relationships. And yeah, you host them at, you know, really high end golf courses and, you know, has been a great advocate and a great supporter of the brand. And um, yeah, I have nothing but great things to say about Trav. It's unfortunate I moved back to Calgary and he's one of my real close friends that I, I miss from the Dallas days. Well, now you need the G Tech all the time, right? We got uh, our our intro music is from, uh, I don't know if you've met Roy Blackleroy at all. So he uh, does a golf, he's a golf rapper, uh, does a bunch of other like cool stuff. Um, he's with like, I know he's with Nike actually now. So it's, uh, but man, I could just, he's posted a couple things. Like he's got a couple sons and he posts some of the funniest content, man. You got to go check him out if you haven't, but uh, he's always linked in our description below, but it's so, it's just so funny. And like, there was one when they got a bunch of random snow last year in Texas and he was just so pissed off. And I was just, I don't know, I can kind of picture him walking around the house with one of these things. on. <laughs> that right was crazy. I thought yeah. when I was moving to Dallas, like I knew it would get a little cold in the winter, yeah. but every year I was down there, we'd have these snowstorms where the city would shut down for three or four days, like completely shut down. No one is built, you know, with their well, tires. Yeah, people's like pipes are freezing in their house and yeah, stuff like less that. Less than too, an yeah. inch on the ground. Pool, yeah. Pools, pools freezing over, causing massive damage. No, that was that was crazy. We we had the big one two years ago where I was staying in an Airbnb at the time, and there was no electricity, no heat, but nowhere to yeah. order food, no way to get anything. So like, I wasn't stocking a lot of stuff. So like, I literally had to live off like granola bars and like just the bare essentials for three or four days until the kind of infrastructure fired back up that was so, right yeah. about it because he's weird worried about uh that that could have been that might have been it a couple of years ago he's worried about the podcast like we were doing a recording he's worried about dropping off so but uh yeah it's like <laughs> i don't know crazy crazy times. that's man. funny because we that. get that and it's just like normal like every day like, like nothing I, was, happens. I was up in Yellowknife visiting my sister for christmas it hit minus 60 it's another <laughs> business as usual up there right yeah. dallas like literally hits zero with a little <sighs> bit of you know i'm talking this much of a yeah. layer yeah. and it shuts 
down. Yeah. Like it's it's the the power goes out, the infrastructure, everything. It's over. So yeah, they're not yeah, built for this. Man, you got there. the uh, you got the G Tech on full blast if you're up there. That yeah. thing's that thing's like just our, all the batteries that you can muster just in your backpack, and that's all you need. Our, our warehouse wasn't heated, so it sucked during the winter, and it wasn't AC in the summer, so we had massive extremes in our warehouse. Yeah. Oh. We have days where guys were wearing parkas packing units. And then other day, guys are in literally like t-shirts soaked through. So those early G Tech days, packing gear, whether it was cold or warm, uh, in that Dallas warehouse was was interesting. And now we've grown to the point where we're so large that we have a big third-party logistics company that handles our nice. distribution across North America. So no longer packing boxes, but yeah, it was eight years of slugging it out in the warehouses. Well, Jesse, we really appreciate it. This was Jesse Galvin, the co-founder of G Tech Apparel. Like, I love these stories of kind of hearing you guys, you know, get it started. You found it, you, you know, you grabbed 500 units, sold them in a day and uh, kind of what you guys are doing now. There's a lot of cool stuff on their website about, uh, you know, using these things to help kind of treat and combat arthritis a little bit. So we're going to link all the descriptions in the, uh, in the, or all the links in the description below. There we go. We got it that time. And, uh, that video we told on the range, I'm going to go find that video and I'm going to drop in the link. So it's really easy and accessible for people to just go. Yeah. Check and let's let's fire up good. a, let's fire up a discount for the crew. Let's, uh, let's make it, um, on the screws. Um, it's good for nice. 20% off g for Canada or g for any USA customers. So any order, um, you know, for the next 30 days, we'll do on the screws, uh, just one word is good for 20% off any order. Awesome. I like it. I like it because if you're dealing with the snow like me, you're going to be checking it out. So we'll, uh, yep. yeah, we'll throw a link in uh, in the description for that as well. And on the screws, appreciate that. That's awesome. That's awesome yep. for anybody listening that's interested in it. Good time to check it out. Jesse, this was great, man. Thank you so much. We're, uh, I know you have a lot of uh, endeavors coming up. We talked about a few things before you got on the pod. You got a lot of things coming up in the future. This was a really fascinating conversation. I had a good time. Yep. I know Bryster did too. So we uh, mm-hmm. we got to loop back, man. We got to have you on. And, and uh, when we get some of this stuff in our hands, we'll definitely get some stuff out. If anybody has any questions and you want to see how we like to personally, just shoot us a DM at OTS golf over on Instagram and we'll, uh, yeah, we'll kind of, we'll chat, we'll tell you how it is and then, uh, go over and check it out. Yeah. Shout out to Mac too, for uh, not saying G pod. Yeah. I think I did. (laughs) Okay. I think I did. All right. So that was, uh, that was not too bad. I have it uh, written here. So anybody, he just got in big, bold letters. I'm kind of old school. So here, here it is here. eh? It's just like as big as I possibly could on the bottom of the page. But Jesse, this was awesome, man. We'll, uh, we'll chat. And if you're ever like, when you get up to London, uh, when you guys come out here, when you open up some of the, uh, you know, I know you're doing a couple different things. We'll, uh, we'll connect, man. We gotta, we gotta get together. We We gotta appreciate you guys so much for having me. Uh, really, really do appreciate it. And yeah, definitely looking forward to following up in the future. He's out in my ball and of course I tee up. I lose the ball and I re up. I miss the fairway, I probably end up in the ocean or maybe the beach. And I'm on a part five and I'm finna go reach it. Second was blind, I see it. Feel like it might be an average. I was working scenario.